Blog Talk Radio. G's on the podcast. What's up? What's happening? OPB, OBP, my bad, midweek, coming to you live in full effect like we do most Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Central. Um, we didn't know if we were going to bring the show today. Well, we knew we were going to bring the show, but we knew uh, with these finals coming on, and LeBron James playing, it was going to be hard to get RC on there. Um, so we, we discussed it today, what we're going to do. But this was too important of a boxing week for me, the pound-for-pound pound lineage of boxing right now, uh, for us to take a week off. So, as usual, when my man RC isn't here to rock with us on the midweek show, we get my guy... He's a world traveler, you know, even though he, he resides on the East Coast right now, even though he wears, I don't know if he wears koofies, but he wears coogees. My man, Janelle. Janelle, what's popping, man? Uh, how's it going? Hey, what's going on? Nothing much, man. You know, we uh get to talk a little boxing this week, probably make it a quick show. Might Won't go the whole hour and a half, but... So we can catch the second half of this game. Uh, hopefully, RC calls, but we got a lot of big bo- uh, big fights this weekend. Yeah, I'm excited, uh, man. Remember, I'm excited. Yeah, I remember last week I was off a week. That's how excited I was for this fight. I thought last week it was this week, so we canceled that show, so I wouldn't sound too crazy. But uh, hey, man, uh, before we get into the fight, uh, Sunday we did a show. We had to do a real quick show because something was going on with RC. So we did a quick show early in the morning, so we didn't get to uh, get you on, uh, which is which is my bad. But there was bare knuckle boxing this weekend, last weekend. Where did you did you know anything about that? Did you see any of that? Would you I've ever, if they came to you, if the money was right? I saw you a few of the fights. I was actually at one of them that was in London. Um, a few pro, uh, former pro boxers I know do some of them. Um, I'm like as, on the bare knuckle thing. I think that sport is just not gonna do any justice for both the sport of boxing and MMA because uh, both sports already got a bad rap in the mainstream public as far as being barbaric and stuff. And now with this bare knuckle, where you see hardly any skill, it's just guys that are just swinging for the fences. I mean, it just gives every combat sport a bad rap. I mean, I don't see it. I don't see any justice being done. It's like some former pro boxers are getting a bare knuckle uh, fighting. 
and you don't see any uh, boxing art because it's just um, guys just swing for the fences, man. It's just like it's it's just no skill in there really. So I, yeah, I oh, think it's just going to give a black a eye to the both sports, MMA and boxing. Oh, uh, there was a couple of guys, man. I wish I had the name, but there was a few guys that were out there boxing. There was a little small guy, and that's what he was out there doing. He was a little smaller guy. He was boxing, um, but that's what he did. And the other guys, they really weren't there. It was a lot of swinging for the fences, I think, but it wasn't – it was sort of some technique. It wasn't just bums out there fighting. These were all professional professional fighters, both uh, MMA and boxing, uh, mostly boxers. Yeah, they were mostly boxers. There were a few MMA people in there. So it, was, it wasn't skill, It wasn't the best skilled guys, but it wasn't uh, – you know, it wasn't like you were just watching bums out there. And uh, – a few of them went five rounds. They did like two five, uh, five two minute rounds. So it wasn't that bad. But you were right. It got it got bad in there as far as the blood. Uh, in fact, I even had I turned off the last fight. I didn't really want to see all that. It was very barbaric. So we'll see. But uh, would you do it if the money was right? No, if the money's right, hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's what it is. Hey, money talks, man. It's money like talks. I was. It's like I was saying last week. Uh, uh, on the show last week, I was talking about how some divas in boxing on the same note. It, it's not a bad thing because as you get older and you come into the sport, you realize that it's business first, sport second. Because, uh, like, for instance, if some guys who start to play boxing career, and they're willing to fight for free. I mean, I was willing to fight my first MMA match for free. Actually, I was actually willing to do it. Or down in New Orleans, I was okay, you don't have to worry about paying me. I'll just, as long as you get me in the door, I'll fight for free. I, 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 I keep telling you, like, a veteran's. Uh, Later on, fight free. They're like, hell, fucking no. Like, they know as far as like, what you're generating and what kind of money is coming in, add a little piece of that pie. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's all about business at the end of the day, man. It's business first. So it's like, I don't really blame guys turning to divas. So the same thing as far as like, oh, I fight Ben Knuckle? I mean, shit, the price is right. Hell yeah. Even though I just said I won't do any justice for the sport of boxing and MMA, but at the same note, Hey, the sport of boxing is not really paying my bills, you know what I mean? It is what it is. Right. No, I feel you, man. I feel you. Uh, it's tough, man. I don't even know how these guys practice because, you know, you can't practice getting punched in the face too many times. Uh, but it was all right, man. Uh, I would probably but watch see, it. The reality where people understand a misconception with Ben Knuckle, it's actually, oh, you know, punch is hard with Ben Knuckle when you do gloves. And with guys and kids in hands wrap. I mean, you punch way harder. I mean, you're easier to cut with your bare knuckles, of course, and it's also easier to break your hands. But you hit a whole lot harder with gloves. You hit a whole lot harder if your hands is wrapped up. Yeah, that's a big, yeah. a big misconception people don't realize. I mean, you uh, bruise easier with uh, bare knuckles, yes, but you hit a whole lot harder with your gloves wrapped, or uh, gloves and your hands wrapped. Yeah, definitely. And that might be why they were saying that it was actually a safer fight. Uh, a safer, it's actually safer than boxing and MMA is what they were saying. But uh, that may be the reason, but who knows. But uh, let's go ahead and let's talk about these fights this week, man. We've got uh, two big fights, two fight cards on ESPN and uh, and Showtime. We also got a fight during the day, uh, a comeback. Uh, but let's start it off with the big fight of the week. Uh, undisputed, what is that, light, welterweight, whatever the hell that is. Undisputed, uh, former undisputed champion, Bud Crawford, is going up to welterweight to try to fight Australian uh, Jeff Horn, 
think they'll be fighting uh, there in Las Vegas uh, this weekend uh, on ESPN Plus. So everybody, uh, make sure you get that streaming information or ESPN Plus. Or you gonna have to watch it after the uh, after the uh, after the damn fight because uh, ESPN is charged and this is some kind of pay per view scam they're running right now. But um, Horns coming off uh, a defense. It's going to be a second defense of his uh, belt. And, of course, uh, if you don't know, Horn got his uh, his welterweight championship off of fighting uh, Manny Pacquiao. Uh, at, around that same time, Manny Pacquiao, they were talking about fighting Bud Crawford. Um, Bob Arum seemed like he wanted that fight, but it didn't go through. Instead, uh, Manny Pacquiao went down to Australia, and had a tough fight that a lot of people had him uh, uh, winning. Uh, I had him winning, but, you know, when they let him fight like that, I could see if why people, some people have Jeff Horn winning. It wasn't a robbery, but, it, you know, most people I think had Pacquiao winning. But nonetheless, Jeff Horn's a big, rugged welterweight. Uh, 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 Crawford is coming up. This is going to be his third, uh, his third uh, division that he's going to try to win. Um, and I, I, I say this is a, a big fight, even though I think Crawford is a ten to one uh, a favorite, and most people think he's going to win. I think this is a good look to see who is the best fighter is in the world. You know, if Crawford goes out here and dominates, which I think he will, uh, I think Horn is too uh, too slow, even though he's fat, he's bigger. And uh, you know it might be our it might be a, a good fight not a good fight but it might be a close fight for a little bit but I think Crawford is too fast too strong this is an old Manny Pacquiao and if he does that again in my eyes be the best fighter in the world pound for pound so before I get into my official prediction let's go to Janelle Janelle um I know you said you're excited. How do you see this fight? I, I know you're a guy that thinks that, don't think it's going to be that easy for, for Crawford uh, due to Not the size. But, but how do you see this fight going? Uh, break it down for us. Tell us why you're excited. Well, one, I, I'm definitely excited because you know, for the first time, Buzz is not going to have that advantage of being the bigger, stronger guy. And I'm, you know, I'm at 135. He was basically bullying guys at 140. It was sort of the same situation. Except Posto. Posto was a little taller and linkier, but, like, he wasn't an aggressive fighter. And um, I really believe that, okay, one, uh, Crawford's going to win this fight on points. I don't think he's going to knock uh, Horn out. But but for the first four to six rounds, he's going to put on a lot of problems to Bud. I can see Bud uh, do a lot of coaching as he slow down his own rhythm. Uh, Horn's uh, overwhelming uh, pressure style. I can see a lot of clinch going on. I can see a lot of complaining going on the referee because Horn is going to throw a little of some of the roughhouse tactics. And I can see him in this corner, a bud, a bud in this corner, a complaining free at times. I'm about it. I can really see a lot of that going on. Until Bud's going to take him out by the seventh round, he'll figure him out. Six, seventh round, he'll figure him out. And I think he went on points. I don't think he's going to knock Horn out. I think just that his roughhouse tactics and his naturally bigger, stronger size. Our strength advantage is going to pose a lot of problems to Bud. And people think that Bud's going to get in and just steamroll through the guy. I mean, hey, man, you're not the biggest, strong guy in this fight. And Horn is not the biggest guy at welterweight. So I really see a lot of problems down the road for Bud. I mean, he's still going to do well. He's going to win titles in this division, don't get me wrong. But 
it's just not going to be that cakewalk that he had at 140 and 135. I really don't see that happening. You know, he's going to have some problems in this fight. No, definitely. I mean, we don't want it to be a cakewalk. The, the welterweight division is uh, pretty pretty thick. And, of course, he'll win titles because he's fighting for the title. He's fighting for the WBO, uh, that belt on Saturday. So, you know, I think it's, like you said, this is going to be a, a test. We'll see. But the reason why people, I believe, have Horn dominating is because, I mean, have uh, Crawford dominating is because Crawford is a special specimen. Uh, Crawford is the best. I understand to most that. People, to a lot of people, the best boxer in the world. I understand that, but it comes to a point where size and strength doesn't matter. And look at how it's showing more than leaving guys with their jaws on the floor. Where are them butters right now? At the time when he was beating, he was leaving guys with their jaws on the floor every time he got in the ring. And that man looked literally inhuman, but he ran the running for us and we saw his, his weaknesses. A guy big, strong, with a tall, winky jab, a tall, quick, stiff jab. It was a problem for him. And Vernon Forrest basically controlled him with that jab. I, mean, I thought the rematch was a draw, but I understand why they gave it to him because of court ring generalship, in which he did keep Mosley at. But even though the jab wasn't landing like it was in the first fight, it wasn't really landing, but it did keep him at bay. So I can understand why the judges gave it to him. But my personal opinion, if the jab is not landing, I don't know how you give it to him. But, I mean, it's understandable. But, but any, uh, nevertheless, we saw, his, we saw, uh, saw his weaknesses. And we saw that our that uh, he wasn't that Superman that he was at 135 anymore. You know what I mean? So it's like, it comes to a point when you go up and wait that it's certain, you know it's certain guys just because of their style and strength range will pose a problem for you. And I really see Horn is going to pose a problem for him. I, and, 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 like and I said, might. But, but see, where I, where, where, I see, where I think you're disrespecting uh, Bud Crawford, and maybe you're not, maybe you are, uh, I feel that you are, is because you're comparing him to what Shane Mosley did. You no, know? not just Shane um, Mosley. But I'm not saying on, just Shane Mosley. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But, but we were just talking about Manny Pacquiao, who did the same climb, who went to welterweight. We talked about. Uh, yeah, well, we saw Floyd Mayweather do the same thing. Go up and to welterweight and, and, and see. And Floyd pick and choose at the big weights. But Floyd at 154, he fought Canelo. He didn't fight Laura. At 147, he didn't fight Paul Williams. It's just now we all knew Paul Williams was going to be a, a safe problem for Floyd at 147. We all knew that. Floyd, that's why Floyd, he didn't even mention Paul Williams' name when Paul Williams was calling out. He didn't even mention Paul Williams' name the entire time. Because he knew Paul Williams was that Vernon Forrest form. He was that. And that height reach would have been a problem. And I'm sure he would have had an his record had he fought Paul Williams. I'm sorry. He picked and chose as he went up to 147 and 154. It was certain guys who won the fight, certain guys he wasn't won the fight. If he had fought them all, he wouldn't have retired with the owner's record. And I'm a Floyd fan, but come on, you, you got to admit these things. And you can't tell me Floyd yeah. would have beaten Paul Williams back then. Floyd, I don't know. Nah, that's come on. Don't, don't even try to justify yeah, that's, that. That's, but, that. But that has nothing to do with Floyd going from uh, the lower weight, coming up, I mean, but he's still and picking at 147. There's certain guys that he didn't yeah, fight, what I'm cool. saying. That's cool. If I he would have fought those guys, we Yeah, you're talking about would we fought, would, if he would have fought the freakiest 147-pound guy of all time. A no, guy no. that can fight. No, 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 no. You had Thomas Hearns and you had Vernon Forrest who was 6'2". 
And Paul Rose is six and one actually. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. These guys. Yes, he was six one. He was six one. Six one. Vernon Forrest and Thomas Hines were the big guys. Oh, you went for that one forty-seven. Um, it was time we had a guy. Oh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Vivian Harris. At the time, he was looking incredible for Floyd at one forty. Oh, Floyd never mentioned him in, in, in the blue, like six uh, six feet tall. I think it was. But I think Paul Williams would have been that problem for him. And again, Paul Williams was the biggest guy.
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we've we've always seen it, except for the guys that dominate three weight divisions when they're small and they come up. But it's all good. Let's yeah. go to our pitch. Oh, Floyd had problems at one forty seven. Yeah, Floyd Floyd didn't start at one thirty five, did he? He started at one thirty. Yeah. Crawford yep. started at what? Crawford started 135. at one thirty five, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Shane Mosley at 135? Uh, Shane Mosley, I, I think Crawford is better than Shane Mosley. No, 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 hell, not, in this prime, not prime for prime. Nah, man. Okay. I don't know if you were watching Shane Mosley back then, but that man looked inhuman. I mean, literally inhuman. In his, inhuman. Right. He was doing right. some shit against, that you've never against, seen before at times. Right, against little guys, and then against the big guys, he, he really didn't do nothing. Exactly, but, and now Crawford's fighting the big guys now. Right, right, and I think Crawford is better. Let's go to our no, official pick. No. How do you see the fight? What do you got? What's your official pick? I just told you. I think the first four, uh, four to six rounds, man, uh, you know, I mean, his rough house tactics is going to call for Bud Crawford and his corner uh, complaining referee at times. And I see Horn just keep doing dirty tactics. Oh, not really dirty, but roughhouse tactics. He's going to be pushing them back into the corner or rolling at him, even throw some rabbit shots and stuff. His roughhouse tactics will cause problems. Until, like, the sixth, seventh round, I think both have him figured out completely. And then uh, he will win, to, he'll win a comfortable decision on points. But it's going to be a good fight. Is that on point? It's not, it's not going to be a kickwalk. I really think Bud is going to really have some problems on his hands. Unanimous? Yes. Okay, unanimous decision. Okay, so we both have that. I think I'm going to go with, uh, you know, Bud Crawford. He's been, uh, no, Jeff Horn's been doing a lot of complaining, uh, talking about the gloves, talking about the ref. You know, is Bird going to let him cheat? Uh, you know, he's in America, and that's going to be a big difference. I think it's not going to be a lot of that. It's going to be some rough housing, but it isn't going to be like it was going down with Manny Pacquiao, and he barely beat Manny Pacquiao. I see a knockout in the 10th round, a beating. Uh, it might be close. It'll be all right for the first three rounds. And then the beating is going to come, uh, similar to a smaller Gamboa. I see it going like that. It might be a close fight for a little bit. And then the beating is going to start happening. So I got the 10th round knockout for my man, Bud Crawford. We both have him doing the WBO, uh, getting that belt. And obviously, if he does win, you don't think he has a shot against the other champion? I didn't say that. I didn't say he had no chance. I see that. Even if he beats all the champions, I can see him getting dropped a time or two at 147. And that's what I mean by problems. Yeah, I mean, uh, probably he might uh, clean up the division, but even if he does... He's going to have problems. But, hey, I've seen Bert Crawford get wobbled by guys that at, at 135 and one, uh, well, well, not so 140, but I think he was getting back to him a few times. And when he gets hit by guys at 137, I don't mean Horn, because Horn is just going to, like, you know, he's just going to be like, like, like a little roughhouse guy. He's not really that much of a hard puncher, really. But guys like Thurman and Spence, and even the pull away some good body shots, you know, I mean, we're going to see a different, we're going to see what, a mental makeup of Bud Crawford really have. Because those guys hit hard, man. Spence is hard. And Thurman has that power that he throws a crazy, awkward shots with that right hand that if you don't see it, I mean, if you see it, it's going to be damaged. But when you don't see it because 
a good chance you won't see it because it's just an awkward angle. And I can see him getting dropped. And if Thurman lands that right hand, he's knocking butt out. I'm sorry. Man, out? Thurman, who ain't knocking nobody out? Damn. Did he knock hey, that Thurman is hard, man. But he didn't knock that out. If that right hand, a little awkward uh, over uppercut lands, that's what I'm saying. If he lands that flush, man, we're going to see what buddies really made of. And I can see those guys, yeah. even one of those three guys I mentioned, if, if, if those guys land they hard, a shot on but and even if he miss or grazes him, it's gonna change his whole his whole game upside down because it's like that's like whoa, that's mm. power. And Thurman has some power, man. I'm sorry, but that boy has power. Spence has a wicked mm. body punching game. He has a hey. wicked body punching game. That boy Spence. If those shots land, man, let's see what Buddy's really made of. Hey, I hey, hear you, hey. man. Hey, I hear, I hear, I hear it in your voice that. You don't really like this guy, Bud Crawford. Oh, come on, come on, stop that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop the I'm not saying I like him. Hold on, man. Hold on, hold on, man. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me explain why, what I'm talking about. But, you know, I, I, I think you picked uh, Crawford to lose to somebody. I forgot who it was. You know, some crazy pick, the tall the tall uh, European it's guy. It's Bud Crawford. At the yeah, time, yeah, I was just okay. on Bud Crawford at that time. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. At that right. time. So, so right now, I think you're still not sold all the way, but I hear it deep down because you let it slip that, yeah, he might be able to clear out the division. So you know deep down inside that Bud Crawford is the real deal. You're just not willing to let it go right now, and I understand that. You're saying Keith Thurman is going to knock him out. Keith Thurman, yeah, he, if he just hits him and he don't see it coming. If he lands that clean shot of his, if right, he right. lands that. But he did it. But he didn't knock out Danny Garcia. So how would he knock out Bud Crawford? Bud Crawford is a a dog. I think Danny Garcia has a better chin than Bud Crawford. I don't think he's a better fighter. He's not a better fighter, no. But I think he has a better chin. And he played wobble with Danny Garcia plenty of times in that fight. And Danny Garcia is short. I mean, I've always known he had a good chin. I've always said Danny Garcia had a good chin. Even when he fought Matisse, he clearly said the man had an excellent chin. Right, and until somebody gets dropped, they have an. And I was never sold on his talent. I was never sold on his talent. Um, I thought Garcia lost yeah, twice at one forty. Yeah, that's not the point. The point is that he didn't get knocked out to Thurman. Uh, Thurman didn't knock him out. Thurman isn't really. And Thurman didn't really land his best shot on Garcia. He didn't really land his best shot on Garcia. Right, right. He didn't. So why is he going to land his best shots against uh, against Bud Crawford? I, I mean, the condition was if. But I said. Right, right, right. I'm I'm arguing with you, but you also said that he can he can win that fight. So I'm with you. I think in about a year and a half we will both be speaking the same tune that Bud Crawford is the real fucking deal. And and, and him and Lomachenko will be dominating. You think he beat Spence? Let's go. You think he beat Spence? That's a fifty fifty. If he beats Spence, he's an all time great. That's what I would say. Spence is you I can't think he's jump probably, that gun that fast like that though, man. Hey, yeah, you can. You can. If he's he's beating guys, if he just wipes these guys out, if he wins this, if he wipes out this division, he's an all-time great. This is an all-time great division, right now. So you know, these the, everybody might not be all-time greats. You know what I'm saying? They're not all. Everybody ain't all-time greats in here. But there's a lot of good-ass fighters at 147, and this is probably you know I haven't done. It is a great division. But this is. This is a great, this is a great, uh, great division going on right now. So, but let's get to the next fight. 
Uh, again, well, let's talk real quick. Again, it's on ESPN um, Plus. They've got the wackest card. I think all the other fights are like 10 rounds or less. I think they got Shakur Stevenson fighting. He's fighting like eight, uh, six to eight rounds down there. They got another young guy. But ESPN has put got a whack-ass card that they're charging for. I hope Bud Crawford's numbers don't uh, don't dwindle for this. Uh, I, I don't know why they didn't do this for Lomachenko, why they didn't start Lomachenko out like this, but they're doing it with oh, we'll, we'll see what, we'll we see what happens. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens. And, uh, yeah, we'll see. But Crawford, real quick, real quick, uh, Janelle, uh, if Crawford wins, is he pound for pound number one? I already got him pound for number one. You, you say you already have him pound for pound number one. Yeah. Okay. All right. And you cool. say I don't like the man. I, I, <laughs> and you say no, I don't no, like no, the man. I hear, no, 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 no. Crazy. I, I ended it. I ended it by saying you do like him. I hear. I heard it. I'm just arguing with what you're saying. But the deep, the deeper feeling that you got for him, I, I, I see what's going on. You just don't want to give him that credit right now. But it's gonna come. Uh, I don't have him as number one. Just just because I like to be fair and Lomachenko has been whooping boys and he won his third division. Uh, so I had him go above, but, but Crawford, but once Bud Crawford does the same thing, he'll have three divisions. He'll have unified one of them. He will be the power for power uh, best in the, uh, in the, in the division, man. So let's go to the next fight on uh, showtime. A rematch. Uh, uh, I think uh, from 2015, the uh, w, uh, man, WBA belt, I believe, is up for grabs, featherweight. For the king, also up for grabs is the King of L.A. Uh, championship title. We got Abner Mares versus uh, Santa Cruz. Uh, I think in 2015, their fight was a fight of the year candidate. I think they said something like 2,000 punches thrown. Um, and that's when Santa Cruz came out as the king of L.A., showed that he was the man, and Abner Morris took an L. Uh, Abner Morris is, is one of the – when it comes to um, – like it seems like he's one of those guys that when it comes to pure – when it comes to skill that he has it, when it – but – when it comes to every, he has everything that it, you would think it takes to be a mega star in the game, except I don't know. It's something that he's missing, man. And he gets he gets hit. He got taken a few L's. I think he's seven and two in champ in a championship fight. Uh, I like Abner Mares, but I really like uh, Leo Santa Cruz. Um. Real Mexican fi- uh, Mexican style fighter. That's what they thought until the second fight against Carl Frampton, when he turned into uh, 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 the, uh, a black, skillful boxer out there, uh, showing that he's multi talented. Uh, Santa Cruz is uh, he doesn't fight enough, but I think he's one. He's a pound for pound, maybe top fifteen guy out there. Um, I see this fight. Abner Morris taking a lot of L's. Uh, I see this fight probably being a good one while it lasts. But Luis Santa Cruz, uh, Santa Cruz being a uh, not uh, Luis uh, Santa Cruz being a little too tough for Abner Morris when it go when it's all said and done. Uh, Janelle, 
Are you excited about this one? Will you be trying to uh, DVR to check it out? And how hey, do you think it's going? Actually, right now, it's coming in London. I'm going to watch it on the app. Oh, I'm over there. I'll be in London on, on Saturday. My plane lands at like 10 in the morning. So it'll be like 3 o'clock time over there will be the fights will start, I guess. So, yeah, of course I'm going to set my DVR. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, so how do you see the fight going? Are you feeling it? Um, I mean, it's hard to see what guys got in their tank left, man. I'm a little more towards Santa Cruz. But, I mean, it's one of the fights, man, it's just hard picking on. I can't give a prediction on this fight, but, I, I mean, as far as how it's going to play out, but I like Santa Cruz to win this fight, though. I guess that's the safest uh, pick. Hello? Yeah. Hello? Oh, yeah, my bad. So, yeah, that's the, uh, I think that's the safe pick. Uh, we both got it the same way. But I think, um, you know, after the Frampton fight, um, Santa Cruz has uh, fought. He uh, knocked out Chris Avalaros, who uh, Avalos. Um, that was just a little ski taste fight. But he's out there fighting trying to prove that he's one of the best out here in the game. Mares is going, I think it's on the down slope. So I think Mares gets knocked out. Um, yeah, I think he gets knocked out probably in the eighth round. A lot of pressure. Oh, Santa Cruz is going to go back to some Mexican style. And, uh, yeah, I got the knockout in the eighth. You say, how do, how do you have it going officially, Janelle? I'll probably stay on points. I won't pick a knockout. Points? Unanimous? No, split decision. I think split decision. Split decision. Okay, so you're seeing another good fight. Okay. Well, yeah, if it's a close fight, both of these guys are um, high-action fighters. So, yeah, if it's a close fight, that means we're in for a good one. And uh, so... And also, on that card, we got one of the H-Town's finest, um, Jamil Charlo, fighting, my bad, fighting Trout, Austin Trout. Um, I don't know, you know, I'm not that excited, <laughs> excited about this one, but... It's always good to see uh, a Charlo in the ring. Um, true, true. You know, they should, uh, Young Mel, this is for the uh, the WBC Super Welterweight uh, Championship. I don't know if uh, Trout earned a, <laughs> how he earned that fight by be, uh, beating Juan D'Angelo last fight. I don't know how he did that, but this is a showcase fight. Trout is a good name. Uh, I don't see a lot of people trying to fight young uh, young male Charlo, uh, little baby Charlo. So uh, I'm not mad at this fight. Um, eh, you know, I'm not really excited about it. Should be a, probably a KO. Trout, I think he got KO'd by, by Hurd. So 
think he's going to get in the uh, KO again for a second time, and maybe Trout should uh, wrap it up if that happens. Uh, how do you see the fight, Janelle? Are you hype on it? I think Trout loses. I think Trout actually gets stopped. I think his time is over. Uh, um, I mean, he was the champion before. I just think his time is over. I think his time is done. On the on the Conan fight was uh, his highlight reel. It was like his main uh, significant fight. Um, I thought he beat Canelo also, but I think yeah, I think that was his time. But now it's time for Charlo. Charlo is going to rule 154 right now. It's going to be either Charlo or Heard. It's going to be the biggest fight to be made, and eventually it's going to get made. And uh, and Charles is a stepping stone. I could see him going down by seven rounds. So you think uh, you think young baby uh, baby male will be able to do what uh, what Big Ma couldn't do? And uh, not try it out. I believe so. I believe so because the guy is really done. He's a done fight. He's a done fighter. I mean, he took some beatings. I think he's just done right now. It's like I say that if Lord fights her in the rematch, I say Lord gets stopped in the rematch. Right. I mean, those guys. I agree. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a new wave right now, 154. It's a new wave right now. And I love and try had that time. And and right now the biggest fight to be made is Charlo and Hurd. And that's going to be a big fight. And 154 didn't have that since Laura Canelo. Yeah, and also, yeah, and also Canelo. Remember, Canelo is still – he can still fight at 154. So let's not disrespect this, man. So, okay. Up crazy, we, man. Got, we, got, we both got uh, – He'll fight a Canelo weight before he fight 154 again. He's Canelo weight. Yeah, I would I would do the same thing. Those are some young killers out there, man. Heard the heard the fool and Charlo. Charlo is also so. We'll see how that goes, man. Um, also, something that sort of excites me. Tyson Fury making a comeback. Uh, he's fighting some little guy. Let me pull up. Pull up his name. Are you excited about this uh, Tyson Fury comeback? Uh, I know we probably are. You going to check it out? Probably not. Actually, I am. I think Tyson Fury, yeah. uh, he brings some spunk into the division. Not since like when David Hayes first came to heavyweight division. And he brought some spunk into the division and it's because of his brash ways. And Tyson Fury, how are you MCF for MC? He looked pretty good his footwork there with that on, on yesterday. And, and the guy moves well for a big guy, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, and again, and again, he's not ducking those big guys. He's not ducking AJ, and he's not ducking Wilder. He wants both of those guys, and I believe him. I believe that. I believe that he's really not gonna care how much. Um, he's not gonna care about the um, um, uh, getting more pain. I think that he really wants to fight that's cool. He's the best out there, and I think it's gonna be some kind of exciting fight. I think he poses a threat if he has that same footwork that he showed, and which he looks like in training. But again, training is training. Okay, your opponent. Oh, the guy that was waiting to stick at him is not wild or throwing haymaker bombs at him. So that's a different story. But let's see how he looks uh, come fight time. And, again, he's getting in the ring this uh, Saturday, is it? Or is it Friday? It's Saturday. Um, let's see how the guy yeah, looks, Saturday. man. But I'm looking – hey, hey, whatever, like, the heavyweight division, I'm all for it. <laughs> I mean, the heavyweight division has been dead for a long time. Uh, it's been a little spark here and there, a little spark here and there. But, now nah, this is a big spark. And – I like that three-way triangle right there between those three. And again, Fury is not like AJ. He's not going to stall the fight. 
to fight both of those guys immediately. So I'm looking forward to it. I don't know how can everybody not if you're a boxing fan. And the guy yeah, can no, tell a fight with his I, mouth too, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to to watch the replay. Um, I'm excited to see what uh, Fury does in the future for the heavyweight division. He's got the mouthpiece. He's got he you know he's a big dude. He sort of box. He had he really don't have no power, but he can box. He's got pretty good skills and he's got pretty good movement for a real big for a six nine. Uh, I think he could be the biggest Beth Wilder, honestly. I think he could be the biggest Beth Wilder because of his footwork. And, and again, because uh, Wilder is kind of flat-footed, and you could keep a guy off balance with your footwork to where he can't really find you for those haymaker bombs that he throws. Although uh, Wilder is athletic for a guy his size. But, I mean, it'd be interesting. I think he will be the biggest Beth Wilder, honestly. If he looks good this Saturday, he looks good Saturday first before he could jump in the gun. But, uh... Yeah, he's fighting I mean, a guy what? that probably looks like half his size when they uh the, the little true, face true, off. True, guys, guys true, true. Guys probably, yeah, like And like inches, I said, that's not uh, your opponent throwing him make a bombs at you, so that's a different story. Right. You know what I mean? And uh, he's 39 years old. Sefri, 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 Sefri. I don't know how to pronounce his name. But, uh, yeah, he's actually, he's coming off of two KOs. He KOs the last two bums he fought. So he's going to be in there at least trying to, throw something for for the first couple of rounds. And then he'll probably get worked. We'll see what he does. Uh, I don't have any official prediction except that Fury wins. Uh, we haven't seen him in a while. Uh, you know, he's been on a long layoff. So, is that, you can't you know, predict because the doctor off a layoff. I mean, you don't know. Oh, where's our comeback as? Right, exactly. We have uh, no idea. So, But I, I'm pretty sure he'll beat this little guy up. And beyond the bigger and better things, uh, do I think he's a? I think he's a threat to everybody with because of his skills. Um, I think the reason why I think Wilder could beat him is because he doesn't have any punching power, uh, and I don't think he would. You know, Wilder after a while would be sitting there trying to get the KO, and I think he would touch him a couple of times to at least slow him down. But he has a chance to beat Wilder because he he does have skills. But I would go with Wilder just because he doesn't have any power. But he could be he could be uh, all all these champions, and you know, and he's a guy that, like you said, isn't stalling. He wants to fight. He wants the money. You know, for now, you know, until he goes on another uh, hiatus. But until then, I'm excited. I'm glad that he's back, and. Uh, yeah, we'll see what the future brings to him, man. Brings for him, but uh, but I guess what we won't be seeing in the future, in the immediate future, is Canelo Triple G. Um, I've been a guy that that was just a couple of weeks ago said it was I was ninety percent sure it was happening. To last week saying I was uh, uh, seventy five to. I'm 30% sure that this is happening. Uh, De La Hoya sent out some kind of tweet or told somebody that the Canelo train has left the building or something of of that nature as far as the Triple G. And uh, he was looking to fight maybe Daniel Jacobs. Now, that seems sort of crazy 
That's why I'm still a little thirty. That's why I'm still thirty percent thinking that the fight is going to happen. Now, when I think about it, maybe forty percent because Canelo ain't fighting no Danny Jacobs. He's too athletic. I'm a Canelo fan. Yeah, I'm a Canelo fan. Athletic guys always give Canelo problems. Yeah, that makes sense. With power and athleticism, that that's the biggest nightmare for Canelo. Always have been. Athletic fighters. That makes no sense. But, you know, maybe they're telling the truth. I doubt it. Yeah, he doesn't want to see. That's not a good fight for Canelo uh, to take his first official L off of. Uh, you know, Jacobs is, is a real – yeah, he's the I real good guy. He lost me, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't – you know, I don't – nobody really counts that, man. When you're Canelo, you don't count that L, man. He's still undefeated in the eyes of his fans. <laughs> you funny. Lost a Charles and Larry, too. But, hey, I, I mean, like I said before, that Larry fight, but, yeah. I, don't, I don't feel sorry for Larry. Larry should know he wasn't getting a victory fighting the way he did against Canelo. I mean, shit, Floyd almost got robbed fighting Canelo. And he should have known just he wasn't good to fight like that. So that's Larry. That's more Larry's fault than anything. But, yeah, but... You know, the good thing about this, even though we won't be seeing a fight that, you know, a lot of people want to see, if the fight doesn't happen and we do get Canelo versus Jacobs and Triple G versus Charlo, we just split two, uh, one fight into two, one great yeah. fight into two great fights. And you that's know, good so, for boxing. You know, that, yeah, that's the, that's the silver lining in that. But like I said, it don't really make no sense for Canelo to fight Danny Jacobs. Um, that's not. That's a fight he could win, but that's not an easy fight. Both Jacobs and Billy Joe Saunders is like the biggest threats for Canelo at one sixty. Honestly, because uh, they're no, Billy Joe Saunders. I think so. His footwork and athleticism. I, I, I like the Canelo getting on points, but it'll be robbery again. I mean, I'm really dead circles on Canelo, and Canelo will not be able to find him. I don't think so. I mean, Triple G is more yeah. a come forward kind of guy. I can never look real good against a come forward kind of guy. And he made, and he made Triple G miss a lot. But guys with athletic, like, he got to go out there and find those guys. And those guys have good power, too. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's a problem for Canelo. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know about that. Danny Jacobs, yes. Uh, uh, Billy Ho, I don't think so. I knew I was coming. But, uh, I knew I was coming. Yeah, yeah but uh, Joe got skills, man. He got skills. He's not the most powerful yeah, guy. Once, but he's got skills, man. He got a hell of a skill set. I know he's got he's got skills, but after after a while, it was like you said about how Terry. He has no power, but he has the skills to give Wilder problems. Same in this case, Billy Joe has the skill to give both Triple G and Canelo problems. Yeah, I don't think so, but we'll see. Hopefully. Hopefully we'll see, man. But uh, I think that's how we're going to end it. I think we made our predictions, unless there's any any other fights you want to talk about, anything else you want to talk about. Well, um, I had a fight on my mind, too, and now I can't get off my head. And as soon as we hang out, that's when I'll think about it. God damn. Damn, I can't get off the head right now. That shit fucking, eh, that shit fucking sucks. Yeah. That's, uh, I know, uh, uh, De La Hoya is fighting the uh, the cousin. 
think he's fighting on uh, Friday. Uh, there's a there's a there's some boxing going on, but nothing too serious, man. So yeah, I guess that's where we'll we'll wrap it up, man. I want to thank my man Janelle for uh, rocking with me tonight. Uh, RC's probably eyes are probably starting to water right now as uh, LeBron was doing work, but now they're down uh, down by three in the third. So we'll see what LeBron can do. KD looks like he's feasting at this time, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, Janelle, how how you seeing the uh, Finals going? Well, um, I'm not, I, I'm, I don't think uh, they can hold Golden State off. I feel bad for LeBron, but um, they don't got enough firepower to hold all the Warriors. Like, they got too many weapons. It's like, it's at the end of the day, a 73 team, a 73 win team, uh, couldn't get past LeBron. They had to recruit KD, and now they got three weapons that are just uh, too much for LeBron right now. Yeah, until he's one of those guys who's going to state, and they're going to ring rings, or ring these rings constantly. And that's going to happen in the future because, because oh, they won't be able to um, afford all these guys, all these superstars on one team. Actually, I think in the race, the Clay Thompson would get like Kyrie Irving. Okay, I want my own team. I'm an all-time good shooter as well, but I'm not recognized. I think eventually he's going to want his own team. And should can they afford all three of these guys at once? Or down the road, I don't think so. Um, well, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see. Uh, Clay Thompson just said he's going to take less money to sign another contract. So we'll see what he said. We'll see what happens in the future. Huh? I mean, yeah, but how it happened before. I mean, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. You don't know. You do. You do. But these guys are light skinned. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes, man. Uh, I wanna I wanna see these guys get swept so we can go ahead. LeBron James can go and come to Houston, and uh, we can uh, we can uh, get some chips out here, man. But again, want to thank my man Janelle. Shut the door to one. Rocking with us. If that damn Paul, if, if, if Chris Paul would have got hurt, after Mills beating Golden State. Oh, Curry's hurt. Breaking news: Curry's walking to the back. So we'll uh, we'll see how this goes, man. It might be uh, LeBron's break. We'll see. Might be the break LeBron needed, man. So, all right, man, Janelle, appreciate it. Everybody, we'll catch y'all uh, on Sunday. We might have a, a later show because I think I'll be on the road. But we'll catch y'all uh, Sunday uh, with the main show. Hopefully my man RC will be all right because um, his guys might be out. But until then, Outsiders Boxing Podcast Midweek, we'll holler at you. Peace.